welcome to Why a Podcast, a podcast where we answer the questions you didn't think to ask or were too lazy to Google. I'm Laser Starman Ellering. <laughs> I'm Matthew uh, something. Astro sun. Boy Slaza. I there came we up go. with it for you. That's so <laughs> and good. I'm Keon, and I'm Keon Captain Planet Boozar. I'm stealing it. Oh, wow. How fucking dare you? How <laughs> topical. Oh, and to this week's topic is Planet. <laughs> That was so bad. Now, uh, here's a quick question for our uh, listeners, and please feel free to answer out loud. Yeah, please. Did you notice a fun little theme with our last, like, five episodes, not including this one? <laughs> mm-hmm. Other than Earth, Wind, and Fire, which was a mini part of that. That's right. We had Earth, Wind, Fire, Water, Captain, and this motherfucker's is Planet. And, and Heart. Yeah, that happened too. I'm not good at things. Come on, man. Get your shit together. So, uh, so yeah, that's funny. So why, guys? How are we doing this week? Matt, how you doing? I- I'm doing pretty good. Took a nice swig of water. Hopefully that gets edited out. Uh, I'm, doing, I'm doing pretty well. Okay. Uh, I had a, a productive day. I did a bunch of things I've been putting off today, which is nice. I have food in my apartment. That's good. It's good. Nice. To have you sustenance. sound like a functioning human being. Damn. Yeah. Look at Matt. I, uh, He's adulting. He's eating and uh, drinking water. A good old boy. I am drinking water, but my setup is still pretty hilarious. I sent you guys a picture last week. I think this oh, is yeah. for the foreseeable future going to be my setup in my living room. Oh, I'm excited for you. It's uh, you know what, what's funny is like ironically, it's better than most of my other setups because I have this gigantic table, so I can just move shit around and move however <laughs> I want, which is nice. Nice. But I literally trap myself. In into my sofa, <laughs> so at the same time, it's like I'm trapped, but I also have more freedom. I feel very conflicted. Nice. That's how that's, I'm doing, laser. Always, yeah, uh, claustrophobia is always a good motivator in a podcast. Hell yeah! How are you doing, Keon? Come on, mm-hmm. hit us with it. <laughs> I'm doing pretty well. Everything's going pretty good, and um, not much to complain about. Honestly, life's life's good. Living the dream, laser. How are you? <laughs> I'm uh I'm doing pretty all right here. I I have a question. This way we can have like a teaser to keep everyone through the episodes. Sure, yeah, yeah. Ooh. Now I'm gonna ask you which story you'd like to hear right now, and then we'll leave the other one for the end of the episode. Okay. So would you rather hear my story about cereal or my story about mold? Oh my god. Oh, I've heard the mold one, so I'll I'll go with the cereal one. Cereal. Same. I don't even want to hear the mold one. So yeah, cereal, please. <laughs> so uh, I bought five boxes of cereal before we recorded this podcast hell yes and that made me very happy delicious (laughs) that's a good story every time i go to cvs they always have like a million kinds of cereal that are on sale for two dollars a box and it's the only place like they never have fruity pebbles on sale around the corner from my house Mm -hmm. and my partner likes fruity pebbles Mm -hmm. so i bought three boxes of fruity pebbles And then, and then I bought a box of cocoa pebbles because I didn't want to feel left out. And, <laughs> Great story. And I threw in, I threw in some Captain Crunch with Crunch Berries just to just to top it all off Hell because yeah. as you spicy, you know, we talked about Captain Crunch in our last episode, and so also I've never had the Crunch Berries, and you know what? I don't think I like it. <laughs> oh, I hate you. Oh my god, you intentionally just make me mad every episode. Oh, I, yep, that's so I, good though. I, I actually arranged my physiology to make sure I didn't like crunch berries just so I could piss Keon off. Good. No, you're the uh, angel on the shoulder. I'm the devil and Matt's the person. Well, you know what this angel says? I'm just I'm just the person. What does this angel say? Let's jump right in. We're going to be asking one a why question each. The others will guess the answers and then we will let you know why. Who would like to begin? 
I'll go first. I'll hey, get my okay. Out of the way. Go for it, my get, man. Go for it. Go for classic, it. Classic, classic Matt. Always going first so that he doesn't have to talk later. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he does yeah. it. Classic Matthew. <laughs> so I have a, a why question for my boys. Are my boys ready for the why question? That's so apt. I would love it if you asked me a why question. <laughs> I'm ready, Freddy. <laughs> why are we so obsessed with planets? Wow. Hmm. Well, I first thing I can tell you is that I'm currently obsessed with planets because we're doing the topic planet, so I had to do some <laughs> planet-related things. I wouldn't know if I'd call it necessarily an obsession, but it's definitely more of a shit than I've given about in like the last few years. Mm-hmm. I haven't cared about planets since like second grade, to be honest with you. But. Yeah, the thing I've never been a space guy. You know, like there's people who are into sci-fi and people who are in fantasy. I'm into fantasy. You know, I, I'm just really glad we could take a second to make this topic about me because you see i'm really into <laughs> fantasy and like i just all these sci-fi things star wars was never into it uh-huh. and you can interrupt me anytime Keon. well you know that's funny that you say that because star wars isn't really science fiction it's science fantasy it's space fantasy it's a space it's opera. science faction um right. and because uh, it is not an opera they do not even sing don't fuck with me Keon. <laughs> um they did in episode three when uh, uh when anakin's being told by palpatine oh, about the story of the, darth and they do, they do it in the um in in oh in, in the Mos Eisley Cantina. Oh, there too, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And George Lucas edited it to make it worse. Oh Christ, yeah. Oh, so all right, um, listen, guys, listen. Answer the fucking question. Why no, are no, we? That's exactly with no, no. Planet? I mean, like lasers. He, I'm really glad he segued right into my like reason because it's about the main me. thing is that we're we're so it, it's about laser, but it's also about the current like. A geopolitical climate when it comes to movies that we know that uh, the Star Wars movies are going to outlive us. We'll be fucking dead before they stop making Star Wars pre- uh, sequels, prequels, and reboots and everything uh, around the Star Wars universe because Disney just loves money and people are going to go see them even though they didn't see Solo. But I digress. I was going to point so that out. But it's the thing about the Star Wars movies is that all of them have these swashbuckling adventures where they go out in the uh, cosmos and they go to different planets. We're obsessed with planets because we're obsessed with these movies. You need to know about planets if you want to know about the Star Wars movies movies you gotta gotta go home take out your encyclopedia apparently you had to read a fucking book of fan fiction to even get episode seven so (laughs) just saying that's why people are obsessed because they want to make sure they can catch up on these movies that'll outlive us until we're fucking dead so um that's that's why that's why we're obsessed with planets all right, that's very optimistic, Keon. Laser, take a shot. I already. You didn't answer the question at all. You just said no, no, no. Laser, shit. Take, no. Laser, take a shot. Uh, ta- no, just take a uh, shot. Ta- <clears throat> Whiskey. Bang! <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, now I that, my friends, add, uh, is what we call a hard peak. I can't wait to edit in a sound <laughs> over that, <laughs> but but it will just be bang me saying it it won't it'll you'll hear so you're gonna edit you saying bang over me (laughs) yelling bang. (laughs) it'll be very good and i won't even lower your peak it'll still be matt let me take a pass uh bang there you can sub that one in too could you you want could you try a little bit harder wait wait guys shut up we need a clean take one more time keon sorry go ahead okay bang good very good can we do it a little more open mouth this time okay maybe with a little bit more uh gusto yeah okay sure sure a little goose. Bang. No, sorry, yeah, I was, was talking. Mouth please, was please. fully yeah. open. He talked over it. Even though we're in separate audio tracks and this is ridiculous, go ahead one more time. Bang. The mouth was fully I, open. You, that you, time just don't feel the emotion here. Do it like this. I would this. like to say that this bang. is why my segment's always longer okay, uh, than everyone else's. It has like nothing to do wacky, with me. Like it's Jim not Carrey, my fault. Like, bang. like that kind of thing? Like the mask? Now, I know what you're wondering. What does all this have to do with planets? Matt, that might be a good question. And Matt's about to tell you. 
<laughs> because he's got to deal with what you just said. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's the thing. Uh, we're all obsessed with planets for a variety of reasons. I'm going to cover a couple of my favorite obsessions over the space planet relationship with ourselves, a.k.a. Earth. Mm. And the first one of those is a certain planet called, or should I say, a dwarf planet called Pluto. Ooh. Yeah. I like Pluto. It's a good planet. Yeah. It's not a planet anymore, and that's no. what we're here to talk about. You're li- you're lying. It's a planet. It's a planet. I learned that in school. It's you, you know what else you learned in school? Um maths. America's the greatest country in the world. And uh all of those are right. Maths, Pluto, and America. Yeah, there you go. Anyway, so so Pluto <laughs> is not as as I mentioned is is no longer considered a planet. Now, of course, if you don't know the story behind Pluto, I can give a brief Summary, it was discovered um, in the 1900s, originally considered to be the ninth planet in our solar system, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Now, that was in 1930, but then in 1992, Mm -hmm. its status as a planet was first questioned following the discovery of several objects of similar size in the Kuiper belt, I'm assuming it's pronounced, Kuiper belt, uh, (laughs) which is is the belt that uh, Pluto is a part of. But then in ni- in 2005, let's flash forward 13 years, Eris, a dwarf planet in the scattered disk, which is 27% more massive than Pluto, was discovered. Huh. This led to, of course, the International uh, Astronomical Union. That sounds like the most boring fucking union <laughs> I'd ever heard. <laughs> it, it, it really no, is. It is good that they unionized, though, because in this day and age, like, Corporations, they'll try and shut that shit down. It's true. Mm-hmm. Elon Musk is taking their jobs. Yeah. He, yeah. And that's the, as that's we the all update. know, I am Elon Musk. Laser, stop taking their jobs. Please. They have families. The point is, uh, it caused them to define the term planet more formally mm. in 2006 when they met. And they decided Pluto is no longer a planet. It is a dwarf planet. As Those well as Eris, this newly discovered dwarf planet. Is a dwarf planet, not a planet. Sons of bitches. Yeah, which made Pluto now the second and second most massive and largest known dwarf planet in the solar system, but not a planet. Now, people have obsessed over this declassification or reclassification, if you will, of planet of Pluto as not a planet. And uh, I got to tell you, it's pretty hilariously stupid to obsess <laughs> over <laughs> the classification what? of Pluto. Now, I'm not saying that. I didn't like the nine planets as a kid when I cared about planets. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not saying that space isn't super cool and dope, but what I am saying is it doesn't particularly matter what we label things as. They still exist. We're just organizing them. <laughs> like, I don't understand the obsession over Pluto, particularly because the reason they reclassified it is pretty solid. Now, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, wait. Now, if an asteroid hit Pluto and part of it blo- broke away, but we put more back onto it, and then another asteroid hit, and then a part of another part of it broke away. And after asteroids hit, we keep rebuilding it. That it's no longer has any part of Pluto anymore. Is it still Pluto? Huh? <laughs> how about how about that? <laughs> That's way more interesting than the conversation about whether Pluto is a planet. So I, I would continue talking about that if I could. Here's the thing: which Pluto is a bottom, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, and that brings me to my next point. Which is in 2015, i.e. Pluto News, uh, the New Horizons spacecraft became the first spacecraft to fly by Pluto. Ooh, yeah. And something they found was that they could get more detailed measurements and observations of Pluto, of course. Mm -hmm. They still maintain that it is a dwarf planet. But what was really cool that they found is that the reddish-brown cap of the North Pole of Sharon, 
is composed of ingredients that may be for the emergence of life. Huh. Yeah. So we got a little bit of oregano. Yeah. <laughs> we got some time. Mm. Yeah, we got methane, nitrogen, other gases, thyme, oregano, rosemary. Delicious. <laughs> as as you do. Yeah. Now, that's just one particular thing we're obsessed about with planets. What is one off the top of your head, say the last five years, what has the, the public been most... <laughs> What has been the most obsessed about planet topic you can think of in the news? Listen, people um, are talking about the state of Earth all the time, and it is yeah, just yeah. like, come on, uh, there are flossing, other planets. dabbing, uh, the orange justice dance, uh, the Carlton dance. Um, none, none of those are <sighs> shaggy planet. memes. Um, Ooh, Matt, Ugandan it's all knuckles. Because uh, you are my world. Harambe. Oh, remember um, that meme that got sent to the group chat about what group chat? Do you want to tell people more? No, about no, 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 no. Let's do that. Let's do that. Please talk about the group chat. I'm not a part of. Let's let's do that. <laughs> we are off the fucking rails. <laughs> you guys suck so much. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm being I a comedian. A it's my fault too. I'll say it's it. Not, <laughs> I don't think it's Keon's fault at all. Actually, I maintain that it is 100% Laser's fault, and that brings me I to the topic that you guys out. did not segment. We may. We did, did not, not seg his way into this. I gave you so much runway. Are you fucking kidding me? You were basically at Tampa International Airport. I gave you so much fucking runway for that joke. I can't believe we're sponsored by Tampa International Airport. Anyway. It's a pretty good airport. So you may have heard of a certain thing called Planet X or Nibiru. Is that what you were going for? Or maybe you haven't. I don't know. Yes, that was what I, I was I thought you were talking about how the Earth's flat. Are you fucking with me? No. We've talked about flat Earth already. I know, but still, I thought you were, like, the last five years, Planet X has been brought up, really? A lot. Yeah, like, a lot, a lot. I didn't fucking know that. Okay, go on. Now I'm intrigued. So, Nibiru, or Planet X, supposedly is going to cause a cataclysm, or was going to cause a cataclysm, although they keep moving the date that this is going to occur. Was that what 2012 was about? Kind of. It, it, it was... Considered to be a part of the possibility of what could call cause doomsday in 2012. Um, and so it was a part of that phenomenon back then, but it also resurfaced when there were supposedly a prediction that was self-described by Christian numero numerologist David Mead mm -hmm. that it would occur in 2017. So 2012, then there was a, like a, some peaks about it few years later and then 2017 it was huge it got a bunch of extended media coverage hmm. i've literally never heard of planet x it's been I've, on so many articles i've only fucking heard of planet x from looney tunes really that's where marvin the martian's from so planet x is actually to like clarify so the nibiru cataclysm is involved with the planet x phenomenon but many scientists believe that there may actually be a planet x that exists but if it existed it's not going to cause the cataclysm that they're saying it's going to cause. What's this cataclysm? Like, what what is it? What would it cause? Right. So the cataclysm is the the idea is that this planet-sized object will coll will collide with or closely pass by the Earth mm. in the near future, and it'll cause this you know cataclysmic event. No, thank you. But it's considered by Stay on your side <laughs> of the universe. Yeah, but it's like there's no scientific evidence. Right? It's been rejected by astronomers. Planetary scientists say it's pseudoscience. It's been labeled an internet hoax. And yet, the number of times it's come up in the last five years and the number of people who have been like actually freaked out about it, it's insane because we all are obsessed with this idea that out there there's this planet 
you know, and we don't know what's going to happen with it. And I get that obsession over what's out in the world, right? Like, I'm a huge fan of space in general. Mm -hmm. I think, like, other life stuff is interesting. What I don't get is this obsession that, like, some other planet Mm -hmm. is going to (laughs) be the be-all, end-all when we know that there's tons of other planets out there in other solar systems. Like, I just don't understand. I've got other shit to have anxiety attacks over. I don't need to, like, start <laughs> giving a fuck about this. Right? No, I like Planet Xenu or whatever the fuck it was called. That sounds sounds pretty cool. <laughs> I wanted to destroy everything. It's Nibiru, first of all. And yep. uh, second of all, it's yeah, so supposedly there's a doomsday event. Doomsday. Where Nibiru is going to collide, collide or come very close to colliding with us. And people are really obsessed about it. And, like, I saw it brought up as recently as, like, last week. Like, the guy who originally said it was going to be a part of 2012 and then originally said, oh, I got the date wrong, it's 2017, is now saying, like, oh, it could happen. <laughs> Guys, I keep fucking up, but I swear it's going to happen. It's, I listen, swear, just buy more of my books. Listen. I swear to God, I got it right this it's time. It's like the Parks and Rec thing. Like I was about to year. say, it's like the Parks and Rec episode. <laughs> yeah. Every year that fucking... Oh, I was about to say it's about the Parks and... Yeah, wow. Well, we're all so original then. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. That's the one with Michael Scott, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Where he, he's in the police academy. At 30 Rock, yeah? I hate you. Please leave. <laughs> anyway. It's just like that episode of 30 uh, Rock. Kill me. Anyway, um, so that was what I wanted to talk about, about planets. The last part of it, other than those two fascinating segments that were not interrupted in any way, uh, is I just wanted to talk about the fact that, like you guys talked about with Star Wars and all those things, we have this obsession over uh, fictional planets mm-hmm. and like how if we could manipulate the things on a planet and its atmosphere and its makeup chemically and all those things, we could create a perfect planet or a perfect race or i.e. anything we want. And I do think it's interesting that for whatever reason, it always seems to end up with the creation of planet, right? Like the planet is seen as like the creation of the life mm-hmm. instead of vice versa. Yeah, yeah, sure. We're just obsessed with that as like the beginning or be all end all, if you will. Like I think that, I mean, and it goes back to like history of earth and how like earth is so perfect to create our lives, mm-hmm. like all the different forms of life that exist here, right? Mm-hmm. Rather than like life is created and earth just happens to be where we are, you know? Mm-hmm. Like that Eddie Murphy documentary, Pluto Nash? Yeah. Yep. And that's how I'm going to end my topic. Yes. Please watch. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Like that Eddie Murphy documentary meet dave yeah mm-hmm. like that and, uh, haunted mansion the disney documentary with the dog who can't talk even though all the other dogs can talk yeah and shrek dr doolittle <laughs> yeah that's what i meant yeah they're all documentaries eddie murphy is the most interesting man in the world mm-hmm. netflix is making the most original content <laughs> that, that, <laughs> with these documentaries that that dosequi right how is that how it's pronounced i don't care anymore yeah pl- planet dosequis yeah yeah planet dosequis <laughs> hey guys i got a question for y'all oh God, go for it please my friend. save the podcast my and, friend and here's the thing so i want to this is actually i'm asking the two of you individually a question no mm-hmm. so we'll start with you keon yes sir how dare you hey keon why hey laser why is tomorrow a good day for you to create a better balance and make your days more satisfying oh what the fuck a better balance wait okay wait can you repeat that please why tomorrow should you create a better balance and make your day more satisfying why should you take the initiative to create something oh my god um well it all goes back to the uh the most important meal of the day which is breakfast and that if you have a nice balanced breakfast, then you start off the day right. And that's what's important is that you gotta the night before you gotta lay out all the ingredients, uh, kiss them good night, 
tuck them into the fridge, and then in the morning they're all uh, nice and ripe. They feel really excited to to give a joy to your life, to spark that joy in your heart. Mm-hmm. And then you put them out on the table, and then you uh, mm-hmm. crack open those eggs, make yourself a nice little omelet. Uh, you get those five different uh, types of cereal, mix them all together in a little bowl. Um, you get some sausage, you get some bacon, you get some ham, you get some pizza, you get some Jesus wings, you get some breakfast. roast beef, you get some, dude, keto, um, you get some ice cream and you get you some said, cake. P- you said pizza. Yeah. And then, um, <laughs> and cake. How is that keto? Yeah. And that's why you need to start, uh, balance tomorrow. Whatever the fuck laser said is breakfast. Can I ask you a question, Keon, personally? So dude, uh, why did you think we could ever imagine that realistically when you started off with you cooking in this imaginary world? <laughs> <laughs> I would have bought that answer from anyone else, oh. but from you, I'm just like, eh, we all know it's fake. Fuck. Oh man, I mean the fucking the, the fuck. That's the kind of burn you can only get from like oil, but Keon wouldn't oh. know. Or lasers audio. <laughs> okay, at least he had a good comeback. So laser, what the fuck Ooh. is going on? Well, hey Matt, here's my question to you. Uh huh. Why uh why do you? tomorrow need to relax let yourself be taken care of close your eyes and dream um why do you just need some peace and quiet tomorrow to just leave your daily tasks behind i feel like to be honest i I actually tomorrow is supposed to be a day i'm supposed to get a lot of shit done so i if i'm being perfectly honest with you it's because clearly if that's the case god just wants me to just like chillax you know just hang out just bro out, like forget about the troubles, and uh, you know. Yeah, kuna matata. It means no worries for the rest of your days. Oh, okay. That yeah. doesn't sound problem free. I'm sorry. It's a philosophy. Hakuna <laughs> matata. <laughs> 2019, everybody. Sorry. Lion King. Is that 2019? Is 2020? I don't know. Anyway, Donald Glover's in it. You should go see it when it comes out. It's so, um, now here's my answer to these questions for you both. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Well, these things are the case if you believe in horoscopes. Oh, my God. See, horoscopes? Keon, like Keon, horror your movies? horoscope for tomorrow is if you can't feed your artistic tendencies and the work you do, today is a good day to create a better balance and make your days more satisfying. Art isn't just for artists, Virgo. All you have to do. So, uh, sorry, I called you a virgin. It's just it's being presumptuous. I now yeah. understand why you asked for our birthdays. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is take the initiative to create something and you'll see just how good it feels. Have you ever thought about writing a children's book? This is one idea. You should write one. Considering the planetary aspect. I did. I already have. Didn't you write a children's book, Keon? I did. It's about 3D printing. It's not well, a children's fun. book unless your child is insane. Yeah, dude. My children are going to read that when they're like one. My That'd children's are going to read such big books. So, Matt. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Your horoscope for tomorrow is what would happen if you decide to take care of yourself today, Aquarius? Oh. This is what the planets are trying to tell you. This hurts. You need to relax to let yourself be taken care of and close your eyes and dream. All right. Leave the daily tasks behind. You need peace and quiet. Lie down and release all your worries. You don't need to act and you don't need to react. Just relax. When do you, when do you guys want to come up and take care of me then so that my horoscope comes true? Uh, no. 
Matt, you live south of us. You, one of you guys want to come slightly south, but mostly east to take care of me? Even if you live down the street, I would So let's talk about astrology. Damn. Astrology is the study of the movements and relative positions of celestial objects as a means of divining information about human affairs and terrestrial events. or in, Including Pluto, even though it's not a planet, just for the record. if you want to like say that where it's not bullshit, <laughs> because <laughs> fuck science words. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's literally looking at like planets and stars and saying, hey, look, this all can tell the future based on where you were born and like why you were, when when you were born specifically. Super reliable yeah. source like Wikipedia. Extremely reliable. And I'm which is funny because I'm reading this off of Wikipedia. I figured <laughs> I figured it was apt if I went on Wikipedia, the free encyclopedia where anyone can edit things that teachers won't let you use. And For good reason. Talked about the completely valid science that is astrology and horoscope valid science yeah mm-hmm. i like that our first two topics are like pseudoscience uh, aggressive they're like <laughs> stop the pseudoscience mm-hmm. so throughout most of its history astrology was considered a scholarly tradition and was common in academic circles it was in close relation with astronomy alchemy meteorology and medicine <laughs> oh the best the best scientific sources i mean the others are good just Alchemy. I, I gotta say, I, I do love the way you said uh, the. Oh shit! What was it? You said it was uh... bullshit. <laughs> I, you said it was like in line with them. Or what was the word you said with the British accent? That's what I'm trying to get at. <laughs> you had a British accent, and I was waiting politely till you had a pause, and then my brain. I said farted. alchemy. <laughs> there we go. Okay. I don't. I didn't say it in a British accent. Anyway, so it was. Um, <laughs> so. Until the end of the 19th century, this was, like, just totally a part of education. Really? Yeah. Holy shit. At the end of the 19th century, and once we started using the scientific method, astrology was challenged successfully on both theoretical and experimental grounds and was shown to have (laughs) no scientific validity or explanatory power at all. Yeah, much like Nibiru, it was bullshit. (laughs) Exactly. However, approximately one quarter of American, British, and Canadian people say they continue to believe that star and planet positions affect their lives. Holy shit. Why only British and Canadian people? I said American as well. Oh, I heard British. British and comedian. <laughs> it was like just the Brits. British and, and comedian people. If it was yeah. British and Canadian, it probably would have been like one tenth. But <laughs> <laughs> I like I Americans like that. brought it out to a quarter. The actual term horoscope is um because a lot of people think oh you get your horoscope you know, you think of that as sort of the prediction. Um, but the horoscope itself is the actual astrological chart or diagram, which represents the position of the sun, the moon, the planets, and stars and angles and all of that. Wait, okay, are you telling me that Weird Al's song, uh, Here's Your Horoscope for Today, was mm-hmm. not factually I, accurate? Actually, he just read that to music verbatim out of a textbook. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, yeah. never mind, yeah. Yeah, that was Actually, some... I, I would like to correct myself, it's called, it's That's Your Horoscope for Today, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. he. it's um from that book, um Aristotle and Chipotle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's sort of like a... My favorite text max. From the founders of McDonald's. Aristotle and Chappelle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, other used names for the horoscope are natal chart, astrological chart, astro chart, et cetera, et cetera. And no one cares. So um, <laughs> the horoscope in common usage refers to an astrologer's interpretation, usually based on the system of a solar sign, sun sign astrology. 
However, um, see the thing is, you want to try, you want to try that whole thing. I would really <laughs> love to try that again. <laughs> so, in common usage, the word horoscope refers to an astrologer's interpretation, usually based on a system of solar sun sign astrology. <laughs> Thank you, sir. That was brilliantly, um, brilliantly put. I must say. But I mean, obviously, when we think of uh, horoscopes, we're thinking of the zodiac. So, um, yeah, you know, Ted Cruz, the Zodiac Killer. Yeah. About uh, Ted, uh, Ted Cruz. Yeah. See, uh, yes. Ted Cruz. We both made the joke. So I'm a Pisces. Matt is an Aquarius just barely. And I'm, yeah, I'm on the line. That's the thing. Really? And Keon is a virgin. So, um, go on. No, um, the... I think, I don't think Keon would identify with that sign if so... he could choose it. He's way more artistic than that sign would say. <laughs> so, um, some interesting uh, theological viewpoints about astrology dating back to St. Augustine. He was actually anti-astrology specifically because it conflicted with the uh, Christian doctrines of man's free will and responsibility. Holy shit. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Which actually is like a really interesting argument. And it is also why um, mm-hmm. a lot of religious fields especially condemn astrology because the idea of, you know, things happening because of when you were born mm-hmm. defies free will will and things like that yeah it's it's interesting that like religions have such a problem with astrology in general like for centuries Mm -hmm. yeah so of course there is also the chinese zodiac which uh you know you have a depending on the chinese year in which you were born like i was born in the year of the ox oh is that what you guys know yours that's called the chinese zodiac i thought it was i don't i didn't realize that was what it was called yeah it's the um the chinese zodiac let me google mine i think it's the rooster but i'm not sure you were born in what year keon uh 1993 1993, I'm looking yeah, at it. I was 95, if you could look it up. Fuck me. Why? Oh, here we go. One sec. 1993, you are the year of the rooster. Hey, hey. here comes the and rooster. Then, uh, cocky virgin. He, uh, oh, yeah. Matt, what was your year again? 95, sir. 95? That is the year of the pig. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it doesn't really affect anything. So, But that also is a lot of cultures throughout history have had their own systems of astrology. Well, obviously, now that we have things like double blind testing, we went, hey, this is fucking stupid. However, <laughs> if wow. we really want one way to tell you that horoscopes are bullshit, my horoscope, Pisces Today from Horoscope.com, is <laughs> your physical energy is likely to be very high today. So that is fucking bullshit. <laughs> that is absolutely wrong. Absolutely Scientific not. proof. Uh-huh. All right, Keon, what do, you, what do you got cooking in your kitchen for us? <laughs> yes. Okay, I love that. So um, my question for you guys is, why did they write Planet of the Apes? Way back when. Why was Planet of the Apes written? Oh, I, I got this. I actually met the writer okay. of Planet of the Apes. I would like to take this one, Laser. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, go for it. Uh, you met, uh, what was his name again, if you could tell me? I'm, I'm looking at it right now, but if you could tell me. Oh, no, I met the like, the real writer of the Planet of the Apes. Oh, uh, shit. AKA uh, God. Yeah, ever oh. heard of him? He created the Planet of the Apes? Yeah, we're on it. Yeah, we're on it. They are apes. It's my Planet of the Apes. You're just living in it. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And that's what God told me, so I knew he was the real writer of the Planet of the Apes. I mean, mm-hmm. guys, come on. Like, keep up, all right? So anyway, uh, what was your question? Why <laughs> 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 was Planet of the Apes really written? life of me. Oh, okay. Uh, it was written because God was like, man, I got to make this Planet of the Apes. I better document it. So uh-huh. I'll make this guy who will pretend 
to write it um and he'll get a bunch of money for it and they'll make movies about it mm. yeah so really if, if anything it was created as a means to create capitalism but from god it's crazy right now did i just um die or <laughs> did that make no fucking sense what matt just said it was it was perfect. It was oh, perfect. okay. All right, good. I'm dead. Hi, I guys. I it made a lot of sense, for the record. <laughs> Hi, from Beyond the Grave. Uh, what do you think, Laser? Oh, I mean, it's obvious. Um, So, and this is the only, like, you know, the only the way I'll steal your topic. I'm only going to say one thing. Obviously, in the 1960s, when Planets of the Apes came out, mm-hmm. uh-huh. that's, that's the only thing I'm saying. I'm just revealing the day. Everyone was really horny for monkeys. Trace horny. Yep. Extremely horny. So, um... <laughs> Now the the see see the thing is they wanted to appeal to this massive monkey horniness mm-hmm. and <laughs> I'm gonna film, coin that phrase <laughs> yeah to 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 say for the first time massive monkey horniness <laughs> um <laughs> you know th- that original uh the original three words combo. OG terms yeah OG um, slang so to capitalize this they made the Planet of the Apes because what could possibly be just really get you there more than the idea of being just one person on a whole planet of apes. I would I was on board until you lost enthusiasm with your own idea, Laser. <laughs> oh, sorry. I I um I I got where I needed to be, so, you know, as, a, as a man, I I yeah, you know, did. once I lost enthusiasm afterwards. <laughs> I understand now. I get where you're so, coming. Cut cut don't cut this out. Cut me out. <laughs> Okay, I'll just get rid of your audio track. This just get there rid of go. get rid of me. I don't belong in this podcast anymore. Uh, we love you, Laser. So, Keon, Keon, tell us what is. Tell up. us the fuck. So, as Laser said, in 1960, well, 1963 to be exact, uh, Pierre Bole or Bole, I don't you know how to pronounce that, but he is French. Bole is funnier, so let's go with Bole. There we go. Pierre Bole uh, wrote uh, Planet of the Apes. It was a French book. He actually uh, is a French author, and so he wrote that in 1963. He also wrote four. Friggin' sequels, one a year from 1970 to 1973. One a year? Yeah, yeah, 1970 to 1973. Man, you would have um, thought God would have told me that, shit. I know, right? Yeah, he's been he's been holding back, holding out on you. Um, he wrote Beneath the Planet of the Apes, uh-huh. Escape from the Planet of the Apes, Solid. Conquest of the Planet of the Apes, and Battle of the Planet of the Apes. Uh-huh. Uh, that was all in 1973, and we all know that from there they've spun off into a bunch of sequels, most of them not particularly having anything to do with those books, but having to do with like an alternate thing a prequel series so there was a reboot in 2001 that tim burton made where there was like sexy apes and it was fucking weird <laughs> yeah they were in suits i, I love him shit. to death but Jesus, he tried man. to recapture the original horniness but he went too much for <laughs> modern day horniness yeah exactly. he, didn't he, do really, he horny. didn't encapsulate the proper 1960s monkey horniness exactly and so <laughs> i mean he tried to capture the 1960s vibe with all the hair but uh, it just didn't connect mm-hmm. But luckily, it's we, not about the hair. Yeah, <laughs> but luckily we got back to the to actual anatomical monkeys uh, or apes Thank with the God. reboot. <laughs> with the reboot that was in uh, 2011, <laughs> that was Rise of the Planet of the Apes. That was a prequel. Then they had in 2014 Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, and to finish off the uh, trilogy in 2017, they had War of the Planet of the Apes. To finish, um, and those total <laughs> grossed two billion dollars. Yep, uh, for a budget of like half a billion. So that's that's a pretty good chunk of change. But um, the original book was uh, trying to tackle a bunch of different ideas about, like, the current society at the time. And so it was about race issues, it was about the Cold War and how that was progressing, and uh, animal rights. And uh, the, all of these – he, the um, Pierre Bollet, 
said that it was more of a social fantasy instead of science fiction. Mm-hmm. He was trying to base it more on social standing and stuff like that. So it was a satire of all of those like swashbuckling adventure books that were about fly- flying off to a distant planet and conquering and seeing these non-human or non-familiar like familiar creatures. And instead, we fly across the universe to come uh, to land on a planet, don't want to spoil it yet, uh, to <laughs> see very similar to what we know, which is monkey people, like uh, ape people, and uh, they are dominant over the human race. So mm. it tackles ideas of racism, of paranoia, and animal rights. Uh, kind of thinking about it as like if we put ourselves in the perspective of the animals. So swapping animals and humans in zoos. Oh. So the humans were caged. Animals were a little bit smarter. The apes. I would have paid to see that movie more than I paid to see the other movies. But those were good too. I mean, yeah, yeah they were surprisingly good, the reboots. Um, and so as a quick. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's CGI though. Mm-hmm. And so a uh, quick uh, just abbreviated uh, T- a recap of the uh, plot, which is uh, Ulysses Moreau, who was the uh, titular, titular character. That's not what that means. Who was the uh, title character of the it's book? It's Mr. Planet I mean, of the Apes. Yeah. Mr. Planet of the Apes. Yeah, exactly. John Planet Ulysses of the Apes. Ulysses Planet of the Apes. John Planet de Apes. Yeah. Uh, John so, Planet de Apes. There we go. You have to you have to pronounce it correctly. Yeah, so he and his crew went on a uh, far-off distant... Uh, planet adventure where they took off from earth in their they went on a trip in their big rocket ship to the skies from little einstein <laughs> and they uh voyaged right. through space <laughs> now that's a crossover i'd like to see <laughs> i've watched that okay. um, little einstein finally get the rocket ship to work and they land yeah. on the planet of the apes <laughs> yeah. oh, dear. and they, they oh, land on a good. planet and they find that uh the, the hierarchy is completely different from where they came from there are gorilla policemen uh chimpanzee scientists and orangutan politicians that's kind of how the hierarchy class system is and he talks oh uh, they have a class system still that's good mm-hmm. and he talks about gotta have that <laughs> talks about how where he came from humans were dominant and apparently the scientists say um the humans here had a uh, cerebral laziness which is like the entire thing supposed to be a cautionary tale for human beings not being like lazy douchebags mm-hmm. um and so w- with that humans devolved while apes evolved and that's kind of where that went mm. um he ends up so it's a future tale it's set in the future of earth well, okay, spoilers. So, um, oh, he, he, was, shit. I'm he was sorry. holding I didn't on to that. that one, Matt. Yeah. So he, <laughs> he made just with... blew his load for him. I didn't mean to. I was. I'd like a to joke. apologize for every word I've said during this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You're fine. Uh, so he mates with a uh, ape person named Nova, and they have a child named Sirius who can walk and talk even when he's three months old. Fucking crazy shit. All of this to get to the point where in the original book, they are trying to escape this monkey or ape society and they get in their rocket ship and they're lifting off and they put in the coordinates for Earth and it takes them about 20 minutes away and touches back down and they're like, fuck. And it turns out that they were on Earth the whole time. And the funny thing is that the moment everyone remembers, which is from the 1963 movie, which was uh, actually directed uh, directed by uh, the director of Twilight Zone. Like oh. fucking makes makes sense. Uh, his name that Rod does make sense. Yeah, yeah Rod Serling. Uh, th- this entire thing where they escape, he yells, "You maniacs! You blew it up!" When he sees the Statue of Liberty that was destroyed. But in the original book, it was actually the Eiffel Tower because it's a French book. Oh. Isn't that crazy? Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Leave it to Americans to just be like, "Oh Still no, French culture. <laughs> this is ours now." But the first question I ask is why he wrote that is because apparently six months earlier, before writing the book, he went to a zoo and saw what at the time was a new uh, aberration of uh, gorillas where they were speaking and doing actual like facial movements. He's like, what the fuck? What the fuck? And like all the Jane Goodall type stuff. 
I yeah, his mind audio. exploded. <laughs> Poor that was actually audio straight from when he was at the zoo. Holy shit! And uh, yeah, Keon just played that. What you thought that was exactly? Yeah. I'm I'm sorry. I didn't know we had the ability to do anything technically correct. I'm so sorry, Mr. <laughs> Peak Audio, that I didn't know mm-hmm. we could do no, that. Damn! I was, damn the shade. I was just saying. I was making a, a facetious joke about mm-hmm. Keon playing the direct audio from the experience. Oh, I know. I was just kidding. I'm sorry. Please, I'm, please. Uh, why not? Why not? Why not? So the reason <laughs> So the reason why he wrote it is because he saw a gorilla in the zoo and he felt bad. So <laughs> who wants to take us in the why not section? Laser. Uh, laser, could you oh well he's busy. Yeah, while well, he's crying. I like when he's he cries. Can do a segment tears. called why not where one of us chooses a why not question for us to debate. There we go. Would you please take us away? Mm, Keon. I would have said Matt, but he was mean to me. <laughs> Well, my friends. Oh, I'm sorry, buddy. I love you, Laser. Since we spent so long, we spent weeks and weeks and maybe a month and a half or, yeah, about a month and a half churning out all of these episodes in such a beautiful order. I'm My question to you guys is, why not Captain Planet? Which is fun because neither Matt or I have seen a single episode of Captain no, Planet. No, what are you talking about? Laser, we, we've seen the Funny or Die uh, original show, Captain Planet. Wait, funny or die? Yeah, he was. You know those old YouTube videos from like the eighties. Yeah, the YouTube videos. You th- do you think all TV shows ha- were, were are YouTube videos? Well, I mean, Captain Planet with Don Cheadle from the late nineteen eighties. The one fucking <laughs> that trailer they made. I'm gonna take positive. <laughs> okay. They made he made the original YouTube Bread series in the nineteen. You know, back when YouTube Bread was created, nineteen eighties. <laughs> yeah, yeah, in the 1980s. Captain Planet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. Don Cheadle. Where he's like, I'm going to fuck with nature or whatever he says. He's got a catchphrase. Yeah, yeah I'm going to fuck with nature. <laughs> that's really, that's my favorite part uh, of Captain Planet. Yeah. I'm, I, I, so I'm taking positive. What are you guys This taking? is a rare moment. Let's all catalog this. Where Laser decided to not go with the joke <laughs> and be serious. Laser's taking Holy positive shit. on a topic he doesn't, he, he has never seen. I'll, I'll take middle, I guess. I mean, let's force Keon to be negative about the topic he loves. <laughs> Okay. I that's why you gotta do this. it up quick. This Twilight Zone shit. <laughs> okay. So um negatives about Captain Planet. Captain Planet came out during the Reagan administration, I'm pretty sure. And during that time or Nixon, I don't remember. One or the other. When uh Saturday morning cartoons were all the rage. And at the time Did you just did you just say either Reagan or Nixon? I don't remember. It's a which very one. large time period. They were around the same time, weren't they? I assume. It's one of those fucking pe- wastes of that's human like space. Sixteen years of <laughs> human space time it's all fine right, guys we're going political well now. i'm taking the negative so i don't know i mean i'm i'm the negative one i don't i don't particularly care about the show hmm? i'm the rogue fucking badass skater kid that smokes cigarettes <laughs> you smoke, and to you, I, punctuate you, that point i was on board with this fantasy until you said something as outlandish as you smoking cigarettes yeah i yeah. could never i'm too much of a uh, straight edge a virgo he cocky doesn't virgo. even know how to light a fire if he did he'd be cooking <laughs> Wait, like this is Breath of the Wild? I just light a fire and I can cook? Uh, shout out to Why Cooking when we first bring up the fact that Keon doesn't cook. I mean, it, there's a difference between cooking and cooking well. Okay, so uh, Captain Planet was uh, super terrible because it was propaganda. There you go. It was made for the Saturday morning cartoons to teach kids how to fucking recycle and learn how to do some taking care of the environment. Who cares about that? I need my next iPhone. All right, that brings us to the segment of the show where we take a break. Keon, what time is it? <laughs> 
<laughs> you guys don't want to say anything? No, 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 no. I got this. All right. So here's this cool thing about Captain Planet. You see, Captain Planet, it's uh, it started off uh, first off as a representation, um, uh, representation for blue people, which really was something that we did not have at that time. That's true. Um, so it had the famous theme song. If I were blue. I would die. Abadi, Abadi. Exactly. It's mm-hmm. just like it's that. Theme song. Um, it was uh, the Eiffel song, as we all know, came out before Captain Planet. They blew and, it up. Um, <laughs> it was calling for the need for these people. We're saying, please, for the love of God, if I was blue, I'd die, which was extremely racist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Because there's all these blue people around, which unfortunately did die of you know, extinction. Um, so our actual only, it's fine. I'm just going to cut the whole thing out. Go ahead and just, just say one thing. Just say one thing. I'll leave in. Oh my God. So anyway, Captain Planet, um, you know, it's a good show. Give us a break. <laughs> I just really quick wanted to mention that it's like Power oh. Rangers, but for like saving the earth and it's fucking, I just love there's five of it's, them. It is dope. I, I've seen the original yeah. thing. I, I don't want to be that guy. I have seen the original show. It was not made from YouTube Red. <laughs> I'm an asshole. But yeah, each character had a ring and the ring gave them a power over earth, wind, fire, water, wind, heart, or earth, wind, fire. I had fucking named one twice. I don't remember which one. But um, the... Yeah, and then Cap- they form Captain Plan, and he's a super nice guy and solves other problems with being an eco-friendly man. And for the record, there is, in fact, a funnier die scat- sketch about yeah, it. It's, it's like four parts great. to it. It's pretty funny. It's pretty good. It's got Don Cheadle. It's Don Cheadle. I mean, it, it basically takes the fact that like it is a Power Rangers ripoff and has a little bit of fun with it as like a modern joke. Mm-hmm. It's from like 2012, the year of uh, the Nibiru near escape. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if only... Uh, and now it's time to take a break so that Laser can find the hope and will to live again. Yeah, guys, Keon. I think I, I think I want to go uh, have some nostalgia. Go rewatch some Captain Planet and let's take a break. Bang. Uh, uh, oh, no. <laughs> Laser's shot the Two Guns album. We'll never be able to use it ever again. <laughs> shot the Two Guns album. That's what you get for getting it on vinyl and not downloading it to your phones. It's a 21st century. Hello, everybody. My name is Samantha Dom, and I am hijacking this break for you guys. Thank you guys for listening to Why Planet. Hope you guys are enjoying it. You can find Why a Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Pinterest, Facebook, and Neopets. That one's real. I didn't think it was real. At Why a Podcast for all of those. Please feel free to leave us, well, them, five stars and a little review on Apple Podcasts because that helps them a lot. You can also shoot them questions for future topics and personal why questions at whyapodcast at gmail.com. And as always, thanks Evan Draper for their theme song. You can find his work at Silo Digital on social media. And that's Silo with a P-S-Y-L-O. Now back to the show. Oh, wait. Did you get Facebook and did you get the Apple Podcasts? Did you get all that stuff? Yes. All right, I'll put away the two guns album. <laughs> okay. I put it down. Oof, well, that was a break, so no wonder I'm broken. <laughs> hey, guys, it's Why a Podcast. It is Why a Podcast. Yeah, if you tuned out and then tuned back in. This is why podcast. So lastly, we have our own personal why questions where we go around the table and ask each other a personal why question. Who would like to begin? Uh, I'll... Hey, Keon. Okay. Hey, hey Laser. <laughs> so, um. So, dude. 
why did you write a children's book? Well, it was so children's book was a bad like I guess uh, way to put it. It was uh so about well, it released last year, but in 2017, when like right when I got out of college, a family friend told me that they uh, knew a publisher and they needed a 3D printing book written, and they just the author fucking donked out at the last minute. So they're like, hey, can you write a like a 3D printing book for like intermediate level like middle school to high school age people i'm like oh sure and they're like yeah can you do it in a couple months i'm like okay that's a lot of time and so uh <laughs> expedited the process but yeah i th- uh made a 3d printing book it's called uh 3d printing in schools and makerspaces it's on amazon i think but uh it was really cool it was an awesome like quick th- turnaround but like it was the time when i had really started to hone my skills with 3d printing so i haven't read it in a little while but it has some some of the photos in it i took which was super cool and it just it's a good time so yeah that was the circumstance around that book but it's it's a cool accomplishment it's definitely the best children's book ever written for sure uh most interesting characters yeah for uh uh, adolescent teens now how many memes (laughs) are in this book um i actually at the very end snuck in a photo of like look at all these things you can 3d print with and i'm pretty sure i 3d printed a harambe like badge <laughs> and i 3d printed like a, a metrocon like tag they're just all in, and it's i just sprinkled all my 3d prints in there and there's just some random shit oh, and so man. like don't worry there's a couple memes <laughs> hidden away i'm so glad i asked you're very welcome did you sneak in a, a meme of the uh the symbol for like gotcha or whatever the yes the like major look ones you get in there <laughs> indeed so that they had to see it at the end indeed my friend and uh on that note matt i got a question for you i would never have guessed you'd ask me a question during the segment but mm-hmm. go for it and my question for you is why is your audio recording set up in shambles why is it so completely <laughs> crazy so i mean since since we moved mm-hmm. uh i'm recording in a new space uh we've talked about my internet trouble initially we had to get new internet because the internet we got was not good uh we were told Hot that it garbage. was going to be uh at verse and instead it was at&t dsl uh, so i was getting like six upload speeds and like a half of a megabit per second for upload and i was like uh no sorry six download half of a megabit per second upload yeah dsl stands for uh don't stream loser yeah that's basically what it stands for and mm. so once we found that out we were like yeah that's not what we signed up for so wtf and they didn't offer uverse here and didn't tell us so yeah shout out to at&t for being absolutely terrible um <laughs> <laughs> fucking garbage. yeah so we had to get other internet which i won't shout out because they've been okay but i don't want to say they're good yet um <laughs> that is to be <laughs> the seen. speeds are quite good i'm getting like uh 180 upload and like 20 or sorry 180 download and like 20 upload pretty good mm-hmm. but that leads me to my setup situation which is i have to be next to the router to use ethernet because uh, <laughs> if i use wi-fi it cuts my speed down by a decent amount and i don't really want to take that chance mm-hmm. uh not that the speed's bad enough that it would really matter but you know whatever plus the living room has the most space so that i cannot worry as much about sound and stuff and there's enough to dampen it um so i'm in my living room but the only way to make it viable and i don't have the snack tables that i had <laughs> in my old place is i have this really hilarious beer pong table that <laughs> I was given by a friend who was on the podcast, actually, yeah. Everton, if you remember. Uh, shout out to Everton. He was on the show. What what episode was that? Was that the what, Halloween episode? I think that, that was, was right, a right Y-Pod. Y-Pod. he brought up Tide Pods. Yeah, exactly. So that was on Y-Pod. Everton was on that. That was a really fun episode. Go back and listen to that and hear him laugh in the background for the first 10 minutes before I interrupt or that introduce him. fucking hilarious. Oh, that was funny. But anyway, uh, this is his table, which he was given by a friend to hold on to. And I swear to God, I will have this table for the rest of my life. 
for no reason. It's not mine. It's not his. It's it's someone else's that doesn't know where it is or care about it at all. And I've tried to give it back multiple times. <laughs> and yet, somehow, in my living room right now, it is saving the day by holding my computer and my microphone and giving me space for a drink. So I guess I should say it's a good setup, except that I'm literally trapped onto my couch in order to get out, I would either have to climb under or over my table or go and start playing the floor is lava and running on my furniture. So, perfect. Yeah, that's my setup right now. And to be honest, I'm like jokingly complaining because it's really not that big of a deal. It's actually an upgrade in a way because I have room to put my computer in front of me and my mic at the same time. Hey, mm-hmm. so that part's nice. But uh, that's why my setup is in shambles, Keon. Okie dokie, my friend. That, <laughs> I did not realize you were trapped. It's yeah, it's pretty funny. So if I ever sound like out of breath or um, weird during it's the podcast, he's been it's running because... for his life in the labyrinth of his own creation. <laughs> that one. He's yeah. like in the movie Buried. Buried. I like how you said it. Buried. Buried. Like that movie Buried. Sequel to Drive. That's the British pronunciation. It's when he can't drive anymore because he's buried alive. Anyway, um, <laughs> laser. <laughs> yes, Matt. I have an important question for you, completely unrelated to anything we might have teased earlier in the episode. Um, oh, okay. Uh, why do you have a weird relationship with mold right now? Oh, yeah. Huh. That's nothing like what we teased early in the episode, as you said. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think we covered that. Yeah. So could. here's the cool thing. Uh, me and Mold, um, we've been really tight right now. And by tight, I mean Toy. it's been assaulting me oh, in a variety of forms throughout <laughs> my life last week. Aww. In the last week, I have eaten Mold five times. What the fuck, dude? Uh, Is it in all of the cereal? For cereal. In... Also in the last week, I've unintentionally eaten mold three times. Oh, okay. All right. Why? I intentionally ate it twice because blue cheese has a special oh, food grade okay. edible mold uh, in it. I just like okay. I like the idea of saying five joke. times. So anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Still funny. But three times I have unintentionally eaten mold, including today. God damn. So what the fuck is wrong with your life? Let me regale you with a story, my friends. Please do. Jay and I, we get out of work on friday we go let's watch a movie and we're gonna eat snacks and popcorn Mm -hmm. and 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 sweets and just watch a movie and just enjoy a nice calm evening Mm -hmm. so and god decided to punish you because you don't watch movies exactly god said whoa 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 this is inconsistent i have to smack this shit right down so we start doing our thing we decided to play kingdom hearts 3 instead of watch a movie hell yeah Um, oh so that's why the popcorn was such a good game so we're just chilling we're playing we're eating popcorn by the handful you know we make it maybe halfway through that bag of popcorn this is the kind that like the deli pops themselves oh no uh, you you made it halfway through quote unquote fresh and they you know they pop it every other day so it's got to sell by day to like five days ahead and stuff and um, so after eating half of it we do discover that the popcorn is indeed moldy oh gross dude i'm sorry so much popcorn man that's so much so it was like cheese popcorn it was cheese popcorn because it had blue cheese on it nope it is it was regular buttery popcorn gross so i immediately call the grocery store establishment that sold me this popcorn i am kind of brand loyal to them even though they fucked me recently Mm -hmm. Um, um, so I, you know, I hit up their customer service. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Um, I got this popcorn. There's mold in it. Like I got it from the deli and they're like, all right, we'll take care of that. And, uh, you know, just, just ask for like, tell us, you know, we owe you a free popcorn next time. So it's like, cool. So 
I go to the grocery store the next day. I'm still jonesing for some good popped corn. Oh no. And um, well, wouldn't you you have it? Oh, I go, I go, hey, I'd love to buy this popped corn. And um, and I I will get it for free. And they said, okay. So <laughs> those exact oh, words. No. Yes. So I I buy this popped corn and I go home and I prepare to enjoy it. And I eat some and Jay eats some and it's so good. And then it is it was also moldy. Oh Christ, man. This popcorn was also moldy, even though the day before... Did I say Publix? I said Publix earlier, so I'm just going to fucking go all out. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Okay. Listen, it's not Publix's fault. It's the deli at Publix's near me's fault. That one specific story is Publix is generally semi-decent, so... Oh, God. I like Publix usually, but sometimes they fuck up. Yeah, and they fucked up now, so... Um, so I go and what I do is we find as many pieces of the moldy popcorn as possible. We put it in a plastic baggie. We, I drive to Publix and I get the, I get the manager first thing. And I'm like, look at this. Like, Uh, look at this. Please. I like, and so she said, okay, we're going to dress it in the morning. And I have no idea if, um, I no idea whatsoever if they fixed it because like fucking hell am I going to get more popcorn <laughs> from that public? Yeah, school? holy shit! Is, my popcorn craving has been sated. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, so man. this brings Christ. us to the final chapter of our trilogy, mm-hmm. which is today at work. I work in like an office building of sorts, and in our break room they have food options. You know, they've got a fridge with like sandwiches and mm. and different things. You know, like just sort of stuff that you can microwave because they got a wall of microwave and i if i'm making this sound really good it's not that great this job's all right (laughs) also hi to like the seven people at my job that listen to this um so so i go and i get and they have these cuban sandwiches and it's hilarious because they're called big boy cubans which is (laughs) my favorite thing in the world so i go and i get a big boy cuban because they hadn't restocked the room and that's all they had left and i eat it and i take i take a nice big bite of that big boy cuban laser you get a BBC. You take a big bite of that. Uh, yeah, BBC? I got. Some, I got some B. B <laughs> I Cuban. I am so glad you, I I am going to use that absolutely at work now. That's hilarious. Oh, that's so good. It's so good I Cuban. take a I take a I put that BBC right in my mouth. Uh-huh. And I I am prepared to enjoy it and just like any old BBC I take a big bite out of it. Oh god. <laughs> and, and um anyway, um so Jay who uh unlike me was now hyper vigilant to molds because we'd been fucked twice mm-hmm. when hey laser you've been fucked because there was <laughs> mold on that? the sandwich oh fuck today so what in the last verbiage, week though? in the last week i have involuntarily eaten mold three times jesus christ oh. i don't know who i pissed off i don't know if god has a problem with me where, where where was the cuban from the cuban it was from my work it's it's like a there's this meal delivery service and it said oh, t- it okay. said it still said two more days on the fresh through date uh, like well fuck. did you get your money back yeah least? i did get my money back i went to hr i'm like yo what the fuck they're like yo what the fuck <laughs> so because <laughs> it's some separate company that does it so they're chill as fuck and they say yo what the fuck it, it was so i've eaten a lot of mold and I hope I'm all right. <laughs> I hope so, too. I, me too, dude. Jesus. So that's my whole story. And I'd like to thank you all for listening to my story. <laughs> I'd also love to thank you all for listening to Why a Podcast. Uh, hey, my name is Laser. We have 12 years to save the planet, Elric. 
my name is Matthew. Uh, we have probably 11 years, if we're being honest, to save the planet. And I'm Keon. We're, we're already all fucking dead, Boozar. Oh, man. Polar Vortex. <laughs> yeah, hold up. We got to try that one one more time. Hey, guys. it's uh, Thanks for listening to Why Podcast. I'm Laser DJ Jazzy Jeff Ellery. I'm Matthew Will Smith. Slaza? I'm Keon Wicka Wicka D Pity Boozar. And that's the upbeat way to tell you now you know why. Wicky Wicky. Yeah. Getting jiggy yeah. with it. Wow, 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 wow. West Desperado. Rough Ryan. Oh, you don't yeah, want not on. Yeah. Listen to the only. See you guys. It's the best. It's over.